Welcome to Legacy, a mom podcast. I am Tina. We are all leaving a legacy. Have you thought about yours? I get to do this with my daughter, Britt. Hi, Britt. Hi. It's like approaching the 80s in the South right now. You're up in the, the North. 80s. Yeah, it's going to be in the 80s by the end of the week. Here. It's like, well, it's, it's been, I don't know. It's just a roller coaster here. Like one day it's 65 and then the next day it's like 39. And I literally wake up every morning like I don't know if it's spring today or if it's winter today. I know. We're in that season, weird. aren't we? Yeah. It's not, so weird. Yeah, but usually up here, it's like, it's just straight cold until, I don't know, sometime in March usually where it starts warming up. But it is just bizarre. Like some days I'm outside with no coat and some days I'm outside bundled up and I just don't know what day it's going to be. It's going to be a surprise every day. <laughs> It weird. Is. I, I just to just to make you feel better. It was like in the twenties here a couple days ago. So oh, okay. yeah, we're well, yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. It's like in the seventies right now, so it's nice. But anyway, spring is springing. We've got flowers coming up. Our daffodils and tulips are blooming, and so it's you know we went from like black and white to Technicolor here in overnight. It was pretty crazy. But one of the things that I keep saying to you, so I need to talk about this on the podcast, is the rest, refresh, renew retreat that's coming up in March. It's March thirty. 31st through April 2nd. I will be speaking at it. We're going to be talking about being connected. It's a retreat that I do for moms of all ages and stages, and not just moms, but women in general. It's an opportunity to get away Friday night, all day Saturday, and on Sunday morning and spend some time with the girls, get some rest, and uh, like renew your mind through the word. So I'll be there. Nellie Westby is going to be there. She does the How to Mama Without Drama podcast, which we all love. Um, I'll leave her. a, we'll leave a link to that in the show notes. She's Jersey. She's a Jersey girl for <laughs> sure. And she can pack so much into a five minute podcast. I've never seen it in my whole entire so life. Good. They're it's so such, good. I'm glad you like them for young moms, right? It's all on parenting, oh, yeah. parenting coach. So yeah. she'll be there. She's going to be speaking. Um, Leah Adams will be there. She's a good friend of mine. She does um, financial coaching, but she's also an amazing Bible study teacher. And we've had her in the Zoom room. She did a whole series mm -hmm. on Revelation and stuff for her. She's so good. So she'll she's be there. Really Jane DeLong, who also uh, teaches alongside oh, me in the Jane's Zoom room. Jane's so good. These women are so great. <laughs> Jane's going to be there. I'm super excited that Jane's going to be there. She's another amazing Bible teacher. And Sharon Tedford's going to be there. Sharon mm -hmm. Tedford is going to lead us in worship. She is amazing at leading us into worship. And mm -hmm. she's also going to be teaching one of the sessions. So I want to invite you to come. You can go over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click on the button on the very homepage that will take you right to the registration page and information. That will be right here. We would love to see you. Hopefully, Britt will be able to make it to the retreat as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get to yeah. hang out with the, the chicks. Today, we wanted to talk to you about prayer. And as I was pondering this, and I was talking to Brittany, I was like, let's talk about prayer. Because first of all, I'm super passionate about prayer. That's why I do Raising Kids on Your Knees. And I know the power of prayer for my kids. I've seen it. I've been praying for you guys for 20 years and just seeing God move in your lives in so many different ways. You know, I think as moms, oh, I'm just going to pray for my kids and then that way they won't ever go off the rails mm -hmm. and they won't ever do anything bad. And I think that's the misconception about being a praying mom. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All of four of you, I believe, have gone off the rails at one point or another in your life. Did we ever? 
boy. I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Some of us have to hit a wall doing 500 miles an hour. Some of us had to have to hit several walls doing 500 <laughs> miles an hour. I was a several wall child. <laughs> not good. <laughs> but here's oh, the here's gosh. the thing about being a praying mom. Yes, you know, some of your kids do go off and hit a wall once, twice, and maybe a few times. I had to hit a few walls myself, yeah. you know, growing up and before God really got a hold of my heart. The thing with being a praying mom is, is it paves a path for the Holy Spirit to work in your children's lives. Mm -hmm. it, and it also gives your children a distinct spiritual advantage in the spiritual realm, right? Because there's, mm -hmm. like I always say, like 20% of what's going on is what I see with my eyes. And about 80% mm -hmm. is what's going on in the spiritual realm. So we have this going on all the time. And the way we connect ourselves to the spiritual realm is through prayer, mm -hmm. through prayer and reading the Bible. That's that's how we link up and then we're able to pray for our kids. But the more I pondered the whole praying thing, it, it dawned on me. We all want to pray like, oh, Lord, let my kid be on this team. Oh, Lord, let my kid get this teacher. Let me blah, 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 blah. Right. And I, which is fine. I'm not saying that that's wrong. But what we need to really do is get behind what God wants to do in our kids' lives right? through prayer, not dictating to God, well, this is what I want to see happen in my kids' lives. If if that yeah. were the case, I would have prayed that all four of you live close by so I could see you every day. But that's not the case. I prayed that God would do whatever he wanted to in your lives. And like, he's taken you guys hours and hours away from me because it's not about me. I get to live eternity with you because you all right. know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, which is so exciting. Like this is just mm -hmm. a, a blip on the radar. There's hope in that knowing when we get to eternity, I get to spend eternity with you guys. That's yeah. so fun, you know? So it, it makes yeah. the fact that we're not all like living right underneath each other way easier. Yeah. As I was pondering this whole thing that's going on at Asbury University, is it Asbury College or Asbury? I can't even remember. I Asbury. No Let's just call it Asbury. Yeah. I mean, how exciting is this to watch God moving in this Gen Z generation? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk out there about, you know, there's been the skeptics and all that. You know what? I'm rejoicing with those who rejoice. That's the position yeah. I'm taking. God is clearly moving. Something's going on. Right. And as I was pondering this, I was thinking, you know, I was a part of Moms in Prayer, which, by the way, Britt and I wrote an article recently for Moms in Prayer that's going to be coming out pretty soon. We'll let you you know when that comes out. But those moms and prayer moms have been praying for these college campuses. They don't just yeah. pray for elementary, middle school, and high school students. They're praying and circling college campuses as well. And, mm -hmm. you know, when Zach was in college and Carlene, we were praying for those college campuses that they were on as moms. But there have been moms praying for this to happen in their kids' lives. Yeah. And now I read today that it's happening in like 20 campuses around the country. And like I they had no idea. Yeah, Baylor University, those students are gathering together, asking God to bring revival. That's amazing. Let's just think about that for two seconds. Okay, these are college kids. College kids don't go praying and get together yeah. and pray. You know, college yeah. kids are what? They're all about themselves. They're all out partying. partying. This, is, this is a miracle in and of itself that these kids yeah. are showing up. Like I said, God's doing something. But mm -hmm. I want the moms out there to be encouraged that this is what happens when you pray for your kids. Yeah, this is yeah. what happens. God brings revival. And I, I was just telling you, you know, God invites us into revival every single day. 
every mm-hmm. single day. He invites us into revival with him as believers. Yeah. The only difference with these Asbury students is, is they accepted the invitation mm-hmm. to that revival. And so yeah. I don't have to run to Asbury, although I think it would be really cool to go see. But I feel like that's such a sacred place right now in these campuses mm-hmm. where God is moving in these kids' lives. That that's sacred. I don't want to detract from any of that as a right. person. You know, would I love to go and be a part? Absolutely. However, revival can happen right here in my house. And right. I think that's what we need to remember. And that happens through prayer. Mm-hmm. And so moms, I just want to continue to encourage you, pray for your kids. It yeah. makes a big difference. It does give them a distinct spiritual advantage. So Britt, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot on this <laughs> podcast. Like I prayed for you. So what yeah. difference did that make? You knew I was praying for you. Like you said, especially when you're praying for a child who is spiritually alive, when you're praying, the things you're praying for, the Holy Spirit speaks to me the way that you're praying. So when you're asking the Holy Spirit to get my attention or for personal encounters or whatever it is, I'm getting those. I'm receiving those all the time. Now that might, it might not look like I am because there are so many years that I just chose to continue to walk in rebellion and continue to do the wrong thing. That doesn't mean I'm not feeling those convictions and hearing the Holy Spirit speak to me. He is. And I heard him. And for many, many years, it was just my choice. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You got to back up here. Cause like, <laughs> I, I need to let you guys know, this is all like new news to me. So we didn't rehearse this or talk about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I was praying for you, you were actually receiving those prayers. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I didn't, I wasn't out doing crazy things and going, yeah, this is just, this is how life is. Like, I don't actually have, like, know the truth or, no, I knew the truth. I knew right from wrong. I, it's not like I wasn't being convicted every single time I made bad choices. I was. I just continued to make the choice to to not heed those convictions and to walk away from Jesus. That It just came down to that. But it wasn't that your prayers were not unanswered. Oh, they were answered. Trust me. Believe me when I say that. <laughs> I am proof. <laughs> prayers are answered when you're praying for your kids this is true you are walking proof that's what i love yeah. about this podcast because it's truly legacy yeah i just i think that's amazing so you actually felt those prayers and you actually yeah. felt convicted and oh, even yeah. though because i would have i i was clueless that it was doing anything i i think i remember talking to Aunt patty and going i i swear my my prayers are hitting the ceiling because i ain't seeing nothing <laughs> happening right <laughs> I think what's what's good to know about that is that even though I wasn't seeing anything with my eyes, God was working in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's all powerful. It's not like he's just going to sit and, and ignore what you're what you're praying for. But and I think that 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 goes back to like you were saying, like, what is the posture of our heart when we're praying for our kids? Our prayers have to align with God's will, not our own. So what you were saying was, is you were praying like so many times, God, do whatever you need to do to get their attention. Like, you know, your will, not mine. I, I won't like, I've asked like whatever you were asking. I don't know. I'm just taking some stuff <laughs> off. I know that you were asking something similar to these things. Lord, let them hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. Let them hit a wall. That great. I hit several. <laughs> 
it's 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 aligning with his will and not our own not not trying to pray in order to keep them like under this like cone of safety which is is again you could pray for the safety of your children that's one thing obviously we want to pray for the safety of our children but we also want to pray according to his will with a posture of our heart knowing that whatever he is doing in their life is for their good he's going to turn it all for his good and his gl- their good and his glory and it's going to be okay he's got them you were talking about you know yeah pray for their safety i prayed for your safety so much because i knew you were walking outside of the umbrella of god's protection mm-hmm. you yeah. know so i did pray for your safety every yeah. day because Absolutely. that's a dangerous place to walk right very where we get tripped up is we want to pray for our kids' happiness and not their holiness. Mm-hmm. We need to be praying for our children's holiness. I remember one of you at one point, I prayed, Lord Jesus, if you have to break their leg, if you have to do something physical, do yeah. whatever it takes because I want their heart to be whole. I want to live eternity with them. Yeah. I want to be a part of their lives forever. When you have that perspective of living for eternity, and that's why it's so important to live with the perspective of eternity, because you realize what's at stake. You understand that all of this life that we're living here on earth is all temporary. And we need to be looking at the bigger picture. And we want our kids to be living with us into eternity in that bigger picture. We have to be focused on that in order to have an understanding of how we need to pray. Yeah. Yeah. It's asking God, how, what is your will for this? Well, first mm-hmm. of all, anything that's in the Bible is God's will for your child. Right. And that's why with raising kids on your knees, those prayer sheets are all Bible scriptures that we're praying mm-hmm. over our kids every day. Because I know when I'm praying those prayers, I'm praying God's will for them. I don't know if they need a certain job. I don't know if they need to live in a certain place. I don't know. Only God knows that. But I want to get behind what God is doing in their lives in prayer. Yeah. Because ultimately, the goal is, is that they know and love Jesus and glorify him as well. And so that's the bottom line is that you guys know Christ. Yeah. And I think it's so easy as moms to be like, I know my kids best. And I know what's best for them and I can provide them with what's best. But we need to remember that God knows them so much better. He created them mm-hmm. and, and and we're here to parent them here on earth. But that's why we need to parent them according to the plans and purposes that he has for their life and align ourselves with his will. And it's like you said, the only way that we'll know God's will is through spending time in his word powerful prayers come out of knowing and understanding who he is and who we are in him. That's right. That's what we were talking about, our posture in prayer. You know, it says in James 5, 16, that the prayers of a righteous, and I always say mom, the prayers of a righteous mom are powerful and effective. And our prayer life has to start with our spiritual health. Am I keeping short sin accounts? Do yeah. Is there a known sin in my life that I am ignoring or whatever? Those are things that are going to stand in the way of me being able to pray powerfully and effectively for my kids. Yeah. And I yeah. always say, before I pray for Rod or you guys or my grandchildren or anything, I have to pray for myself because right. I have to pray from that place of spiritual health. You know, and yeah. as I'm going down through the prayer sheet, I'm asking God as I come to each one of you, how do I need to pray for them? 
today mm-hmm. and, and listening for the Holy Spirit. And it's that, that back and forth between me and the Holy Spirit of how do I need to pray for them today? Mm-hmm. And what is it? And I'm listening when I'm talking to you or texting with you guys or whatever. I, there are things that the Holy Spirit will highlight to me that I can take before him in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, half the time I'm praying more for you guys than I'm talking at you about things, you know, yeah. just lifting that up because I don't always know what God's answer to that needs to be i don't know what god wants to do there and it's mm-hmm. i believe as a praying mom my job is to get behind what god wants to do in your lives not yeah. what i want you know i have to take myself off the throne of my children's lives and that because yeah. that's what we do as moms don't we? it's what you said it's mm-hmm. it's i i know better they're my kids i know what right. they need i no, you don't right. only god knows that he's all knowing let's remember let's remind ourselves of that too he is. There are things that you went through as a kid, I would never have wanted you to walk through. It, it, it yeah. hurts my heart to think about some of the stuff that mm-hmm. you walk through, but you were out gathering your testimony. Yeah, God was writing your story. And I think for a mom, when we get in the way of that, even in our mm-hmm. prayer life, we are robbing our kids of a blessing. Yeah, because yeah. even though you went through some really tough stuff and and made some really poor choices, God used that to reveal Himself to you. Yeah, and nothing can ever replace a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that's such a good point that you just made because it reminded me of the story that I told the other day about on the treadmill. Like, had I not gotten to that point in my life with specifically with health and fitness of it becoming an idol in my life, I wouldn't have had that personal encounter with Jesus. It it took getting there to have that personal encounter. And I'm not saying every kid is that way that every kid needs to like, again, hit walls in order to have those personal encounters. But God knows me and he knew that it was going to be whatever it took to get my attention. And in that moment, he knew that that was going to draw me to him. Yeah. As a mom, it's so much easier to just flap my mouth and lips at you guys and say, this is what I think you should do. And you shouldn't do that. That's not good for you and all that kind of stuff. And when we do that, we do stand in the way of God's blessing in our children's lives. And I say this to moms all the time. God is revealing things to you about your kids that are solely between you and God, and he's calling you to pray for them. Mm -hmm. And the more you stop dictating to your kids how they should live their lives and the more you start partnering with god in prayer for what he wants to do in your children's lives that's where the real magic happens not that it's magic that's a horrible word but that's where you see (laughs) powerful and effective prayers for your children yeah let's put it that way you know when the more you start praying for your kids and getting behind what god is doing and not dictating to your kids how you want them to live the more you're going to see powerful and effective prayers for your children let me just tell you for older kids especially dictating to them how you want them to live and like beating them into like, this is what you need to do. And this is wrong. This, Like, no, I'm telling you, it's going to push them further and further and further. I'm not saying you don't step in and say, mm, that might not be a good choice right there. <laughs> like You did several times, but sometimes you have to let them walk those roads. And again, I'm not talking like a three-year-old. <laughs> no, right. they need to know right from wrong. <laughs> That's, we're not on that. I'm talking like an older kid, like maybe like older high school, maybe young adulthood. <laughs> well, and I think it goes along with, you know, we've talked about Chip Ingram's series, Effective Parenting in a Defective World. And he yeah. specifically talks about that. There's stages yeah. of parenting. Stages, yeah. And when you get into high school and middle school, 
you're becoming more of a coach and then a counselor, mm -hmm. you know, where mm -hmm. they're coming to you, you're allowing them to make choices. But my thing is, is if my kids are paying their own bills and have a roof over their head, and I'm not paying their bills and putting a roof over their head, I don't get a say, right, unless you invite me into that. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes I'll ask you questions. Mm hmm. It, and that's a really good thing. I just want to say that the amount of times that you didn't step in and try to like take control, but you just simply asked me questions, it made me answer those tough questions and hear myself, you know, work out those choices and those bad choices, especially. And that's where the conviction comes in. Let me tell you, when you ask those questions and I had to process it and answer those, that's when it's like the Holy Spirit really can convict you in that area because he's like, you, now you're hearing yourself talk about it and you're like, oh, that might not be such a good choice. And ooh, that might have been like, not so great, but it helps you to engage your brain. Yes. And think for yourself. Right. And seek out what does God want you to do? I want to close with this one story. There was one time you called me and it still brings tears to my eyes. You were in a very dark place in your life. And you were talking about different decisions that you were thinking about making. And I mm -hmm. listened. I just listened. And there was a yeah. whole lot of words I could have said in that conversation. I don't know if you remember what conversation I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I said to you was, whatever choice you make in this situation, you will have to live the consequences of those choices. So be very careful what choice you make. But mm -hmm. you get to make whatever choice you want. And those were yeah. hard words for me as a mom to say, because I mm -hmm. knew the consequences of some of those choices was going to be really horrible. Mm -hmm. But you had to make the choice and I had to release yeah. you to make that choice. And I remember getting off the phone with you and I remember sitting down on the couch and putting my face in my hands and just crying. Mm -hmm. and, I, and Zach was home and Rod was there and they both looked at me and they're like, what is wrong? And I said, we just need to pray. Yeah. We just need to pray for Brittany. And it wasn't long after that before you were completely broken and you were on the phone with me, 100% yeah. broken, and you had hit that wall. Yeah. God, oh, I did. And it was a hard <laughs> wall to hit. And you could have yeah. lost everything. And yeah. God has redeemed it all. And yeah. So that's the power of prayer, moms. And that's what I want yeah. you to walk away from this is pray. Pray for your mm -hmm. kids, what you're seeing in Asbury, what you're seeing across the country. Pray to bring repentance mm -hmm. because that's ultimately what we need. We need to repent. It all comes back to repent mm -hmm. and repentance and confession. Yeah. Let me pray for our friends today. Heavenly Father, thank you so, so much for prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that I have the privilege of being able to see answers to some of my prayers. Not all of them have been answered, but a lot of them have been, Lord. And, and just even Brittany and I sitting here today doing a podcast together about legacy and talking about you as an, uh, an answer to prayer that I never anticipated. So, Lord, I want to thank you for that. Lord, may every mom here be determined every day to, to speak to you about their children to come before you and ask for your will to be done in their lives, not their own. Lord, thank you that we get to talk to you. Thank you that we we connect with you through prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.